Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's time for the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke nine-to-five job by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, when I started investing, it was in 2006, so quite a while ago, and this was before the economic turn. They call it the recession back in 2008. 2009. And so everything that I learned from then, I implemented into my business and I've literally made money in an up, down, or a sideways market, especially even the down. Because right now I'm getting loads and loads of questions from people like, is now the right time to invest? And obviously everybody with us literally sitting in the middle of Corona um, right now, the, the, the coronavirus is literally affecting us. Everything's shut down. But here's what's interesting. It's really easy for anybody and everybody to say, oh no, the recession's here, the recession's gonna start. Well, when you look at it, I know I'm not a prophet, I have no clue what's really gonna happen. I'm just kind of seeing what is happening and just interpreting that and what I believe that's gonna happen with the real estate market, with rental properties and all that stuff to help us be ready for that. And I don't think that this is necessarily the recession or a correction in the market. And the reason why is because this is like self-inflicted recession. Now there's could be long lasting things that, cause we've never, or it's been in, since like the, the 1900s that something happened like this where they locked everything down. Um, I think it's happened before, at least I've been told like with the Spanish flu that it's happened before. But with that, we don't know exactly what's going to happen. Like hopefully we're going to open up. Hopefully everything's going to be fine. We're going to get back to normal and hopefully we're going to get back to normal. And I just, I actually get really tired with people keep the, the clickbait title. Like this is the new normal. That's their clickbaity thing. This is the new normal. Well, why does it have to be a normal? Why not? Our normal lives is working for ourselves, making money and in passive income, buying rental properties and helping people out by giving them good quality housing and making money on top of that. See, when I started investing in 2006, I started realizing that as I was buying properties, it was the passive income that I made every single month. That 250, 350 or 400 plus dollars that I would make from each and every single property, well, that changed my life. When I think about a normal way of life, a normal way of life, hopefully we get back to where we can do the things that we want to do, enjoy life, travel the world and things like that. Now, I'm really praying that this be like just a blip on the entire, I guess, just the history of of the world. And it doesn't happen again. And until the world stops turning, I'm going to continue to live as if it is going to keep turning. And so what I want for you guys is to do the same. And I want to give you guys some perspective on how I built my business and what I did to get there on top of, it took me years to actually be able to quit my job. Now, here's the thing. I always wanna make sure that you know 100% that this is not a get rich quick scheme. This is not, hey, wholesale 10 properties and make a million dollars, I don't know, whatever they try to say. No, this is not what they would say, sexy. This is not fancy. This is literally buying a rental property, 
renting it out, making passive income every single month, and then doing it over again. Now it's going to take time. Now, it took me seven years before I really had plenty of properties where I was like, you know what, I could quit my job. That was my entire goal was to quit my job. And it took about six to seven years. Six years, I had 19 properties. And seven years, I think I had like 23 or something like that. I just kept, <laughs> I was working really, really hard. And so this is not a get rich quick scheme. This is going to be something that's going to take time. But here's something that I want to give you as I've been thinking about how to get you over that hurdle to getting that first property, that second property, or really just to start investing is to give you some perspective over everything that I've done. See now, if you want to get started investing in real estate, if you want to make sure you're buying the right properties, make sure you are getting enough cash flow, passive income every single month, accounting for expenses, getting funding, finding properties, managing the properties, or having people manage the properties for you so you're, it's automatic, I want you to text that word rental to 33777. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. And then I will get you my free real estate investing course. My free real estate investing course so you can get started. So you can literally just see the, the roadmap and get started investing. Now, when I first got started in 2006, I never had anything like that. Now, there were things where people were charging $40,000 for a rental property course, but I didn't have that much money. That was just absolutely ridiculous. And so I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and do it on my own. Now, fast forward to where we are now. See, I started investing in 2006, and now it's 2020 when I'm actually recording this episode. So what is that? Almost 14 years now. It's been an amazing run. But here's the key that I want to give you. There's a few key words that I want you to think of because I get so many students, so many of my group coaching students in the real estate wealth builders community, as well as one-on-one -on -one coaching students and even just questions. People get, or students get a little anxious or a little just impatient in building their business and finding and buying that first property. Now, I completely get it. I'm a very, very driven, which is why I built my business so quickly is because I'm very, very driven. But there's something I want to give you. And it's something that I've actually implemented in my life many, many years ago. So not many people know that I used to play college football. Actually, you know, I started in in elementary, actually like junior high, started playing football, didn't know what I was doing, went and played high school. High school was a lot of fun. Um, I played offensive line. In fact, I was little, I'm not that tall, but I was playing offensive line because I could actually, you know, run around and hit people. And then I said, you know what? I really like this. I want to continue on. I don't want to stop. I just graduated high school. I don't want to stop. So I went, I was living in Fresno at the time. And I said, I want to continue on. I want to see if I can make it over at this college, this big college called Fresno State. Now, if you imagine with me waking up, it is 4.30 in the morning on a spring day. Let's say it's like February 28th or 27th or something like that. You know, it's getting to be spring and 4.30 in the morning, my alarm clock goes off. My alarm clock goes off and I look over and I smack it and I realize I need to get my butt out of bed. Even though I don't want to, I want to continue sleeping. I look at that clock and I said, okay, it's time for me to get to work. I get up. And in order to make the team at Fresno State 
I had to actually show that I worked hard, that I was actually a good player. If you remember, I played offensive line in high school, but I'm I'm only like 5'9", so I'm not that tall. And there, if you're going to play offensive line, you got to be much, much taller than that, much bigger. So I went out and I wanted to try out for running back. I didn't get a scholarship, didn't get anything. I just wanted to prove myself to do it. And so I went out and I tried out for the team. If you remember the movie Rudy, like many, many years ago, like back in, I don't know, 1995 when it came out, the movie Rudy, Rudy Rudiger was somebody who wanted to play at Notre Dame, Notre Dame football for his whole life. He walks on the team, works his tail off, and then finally makes the team. Now, I, I probably about the same height as Rudy and nowhere near as prestigious as Notre Dame, but waking up at 4.30 in the morning, realizing that it's time to get to work. It's time to get out of bed, time to go practice. They had at Fresno State, in fact, every single college has this, where they have spring ball. That's where during the spring, you are practicing, you are getting coached. They're seeing if you're going to make the team. And so what I realized was me being five foot nine, haven't ever played running back in a football, like actual game, like in high school. I only played offensive line. I realized that my talent was so minuscule compared to these other guys who have been playing for so long. And we're all competing for a position on the team. As spring ball goes, every single morning, waking up, literally every single morning, waking up at 4.30, going and playing spring ball. All the other running backs out there, they had more talent in their little finger than I did in my whole entire body. I mean, it's, it's almost completely honest. But what I did have, was I had determination, I had work ethic, and I worked my tail off when I say work ethic. Now, same thing goes with real estate. We need to have drive. We need to have work ethic. We need to put the work in in order to get that first property. Now, I'll pause that thought and go right back to when I was going through spring ball, waking up every morning at 4.30, as I'm waking up and working out with everybody else, you know, running and going through drills and all that sort of stuff, Little by little, because I ran to every single new drill, because I worked my tail off, I started getting noticed by the coaches there over other people who were trying out who probably had more talent than me. I worked my tail off. Now, over time, as I worked my tail off, even through the summer, summer we had three-a-days. That's where you work out in the morning, or sorry, you, you actually practice in the morning, you practice in the afternoon, and you practice in the evening. So there's three times a day for two weeks that you work out. I literally got an award for never missing a single practice. If you can see how diligent I am, that is the epitome of, I, I said, I told myself, I cannot miss this. They're probably figuring out any which way to get rid of me, but if I show them that I'm the hardest worker, if I show them that I am going to be consistently coming, if I'm motivated and I have the discipline and the work ethic to actually go every single day, work my tail off, and do well, maybe I might get on the team. Well, after working my tail off, it came down to I got a phone call. I got a phone call from the head coach. He said, hey, Dustin, you move really well out there. You're not the best. I don't know. I don't remember exactly the phone call how it went, but it was like, you're not necessarily the best out there, but you work your tail off. Can you continually do that through the entire year? And I said, absolutely. I've been doing this for so long and that's just how I am. I will absolutely do. So I worked my tail off and he selected me 
as to be a walk-on running back for the team. And I, if you, if anybody remembers, there was a quarterback named Billy Volek, but there's also a quarterback named David Carr. David Carr was the number one draft pick back in 2000 and uh, I want to say two or something like that, maybe 2003, number one draft pick. I played with them. It was a lot of fun. It got hit by some big, big guys. It was fun. But what all that, this was all before I started investing in real estate. What that really showed me was that I absolutely needed to have determination to be consistently there working my tail off, work harder than everybody else, be persistent and have drive. So in real estate, the same exact thing applies because I have many, many students. In fact, people just emailing me getting frustrated that they can't find deals. Now, a lot of them have only been at this for maybe, I don't know, three, four weeks. I can't find a good deal. I'm putting in offers. I can't find a good deal. If you have only been looking at properties and maybe putting one or two offers in, in the last two or three weeks, maybe month or two months, and you're getting frustrated, you need to realize that I did not get to where I am in my life, in my real estate business to be able to not work a job, being able to be successfully unemployed. It did not happen overnight. Just like I'm telling you, this is not a get rich quick scheme. This is a get wealthy plan. This is a plan that I can literally teach my kids how to do, which I am. On top of that, this is where I can actually give them these properties, these assets, these things that make us money. I can literally give it to them. It's going to take hard work. So the first thing I want you to realize as you are building your business is that this is going to take patience and consistency. If you just look at one property and say, you know what, this is not a good property and then give up. Or if you look at 10 properties and say, I haven't found a good property and then give up. If you look at 20 properties, don't find a good one and then give up. That is not enough. I've looked at, I can't even count, thousands of properties. Now, not physically, remember, I invest out of state. So I'm looking on, on Zillow. I'm looking on Craigslist. I'm looking every single, like Redfin, Trulia, all these different sites. I'm and using wholesalers. All these are running through my brain. Uh, realtors, wholesalers, other investors, RIA meetings and groups. I'm looking at so many properties that now I know my business model so well that if I see a property, you can literally give me a uh, three answer answer to like three or four questions and I'll know if it's a good property or not to buy not necessarily to actually own cuz on paper it might look good we are not the experts this is a big coaching tip i want you guys to to make sure you hold on to this the property managers the people on the ground they are your experts. I am not the expert. All my coaching students come to me. I analyze so many properties for them and say, this is what I would do. And this is what's going to happen. But I am not the expert on that specific property. I can tell you on paper what it looks like, what it's going to happen. But now if it can't be rented because it's not in a good area, then your property manager is going to let you know that. So let's say the property manager has already signed off on this property. And then I look at that property. I can tell within literally like 10 seconds if it's a good property or not, or what price I need to offer. And the reason why I can do that now is because of consistency. I've been doing this for so long that it's it's not just like I know this on the, like the back of my hand. It's literally ingrained in me where I cannot do anything but see that. It's like if you when you learn how to read, I know I'm just an example because my kids are learning how to read right now. 
And when they see words, they have to focus and they have to kind of look at it harder, 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 and eventually sound it out and figure out what it is. I'm like, good for you, kids. I'm really glad you're learning how to read. But if you've been reading for, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 years, you look at a word and it literally just pops in your brain. Same exact thing. You see a property, it's going to pop in your brain and say, this is either a good property or this is a bad property. So I want you, as you're starting to maybe feel impatient or, hey, right now with there's literally no properties coming to the market, people are scared right now, all that sort of stuff. It's being patient, having consistency, and having the discipline to continually go one after another, one foot after another. Now, everybody listening to this, right now, this is 2020, 2020, in somewhat of the near future, my prediction is, when I say near, I mean like a year out, a year maybe, year to three years. Now I know, because again, I'm not a prophet, I don't know everything, I'm just kind of seeing what's gonna happen. Within the next six months, I don't see a market crash. I don't see the economy crashing. I see them opening everything back up and it's gonna be going really, really well. But, but there will be a correction sometime within the next year to three years, in my opinion, because the big reason why is it's been going up for the last 12 years. I mean, it's 2020 now, the crash or the, the real estate crash and the recession started in 2008. That's 12 years. Normal economic cycles are seven to eight years. You know, it goes up a little bit, then comes down a little bit, or goes up a lot, then comes down a little bit. It just gradually goes up and up and up, kind of like a, you know, a mountain going up, up and up and up. But right now it's been up for 12 years. It's never, ever continually gone up without going back down. And so right now, Here's my opinion. I think if you're consistent, if you're persistent, now those are a little different. Consistent means doing the same thing over and over again. Persistent is in the face of trials or issues or, God forbid, losing a job because of something stupid like this lockdown actually just destroys the whole industry and you lose your job and all that sort of stuff. Persistence in face of that, I'm going to still do everything I can to buy that first or next or, you know, 10th property, you're going to be persistent. Also, having that drive, having that drive to building that business, because in seeing, in having that drive, you're seeing the future of what could be. Now, I love real estate, but I'd only love it because of what it can afford me to do. Having passive income, not working a day, like literally at all, like, I only work 30 minutes, not a day, not a week, 30 minutes a month. Just, I mean, get that in your, like, imagine you having so much free time that you only work 30 minutes a month and you don't even need to leave your house in order to make money. It's absolutely amazing. So you want to have consistency. You want to have discipline to actually looking at properties, analyzing properties, building that business. and be motivated for your future, your future life with rental properties and having a business. Now, I want you to take yourself right now. Obviously, right now we have weird stuff going on with coronavirus, but more than likely it's going to get back to normal. I want you to close your eyes. Now, if you're driving, don't get an accident, but I want you to close your eyes if you can, or just picture yourself five years in the future. Think about that. Five years in the future. What is your life like? If you can magically transport yourself right now to five years in the future and look at yourself, is what you're doing getting you to where you want 
to be. Do you want to be continually working this job? Then that's great. That's for you. Go ahead and keep doing that. Or do you want to be able to quit that job? Do you want to be able to do whatever you want, whenever you want? Do you want to have the ability to not worry about bills again? I loved when I realized, man, my bills, you guys all know I'm frugal, so that that's also helpful that they're really, really low, my bills are. But when I realized, man, my electric bill, I don't have to worry about that anymore. I have so much money coming in, it's fine. Not, I'm not, again, I'm frugal, so I'm not cranking it. Uh, actually, I know, sorry, I take that back. I live in Arizona, so it gets hot. So when I'm sleeping, I like to be a little cold and under the blankets. So I have it set to like 72 or 73 degrees, really, really low. But imagine not having to worry about your bills again. What a relief that would be. Imagine in five years from now, being able to buy the car that you want, not the car that you need right now. Imagine being able to travel and do whatever it is that you want to do or go to a restaurant and order whatever you want on the menu and not worry about the bill. Man, I got to tell you, even though I can do that, be as frugal as I am. See, uh, recently my wife took me on for uh, a Christmas. It's a little late, I don't know, a couple months late, but it worked out. We went skydiving. It was tremendous fun, not skydiving. It was the indoor skydiving thing where you get in a little chute type thing and it blows a bunch of air and you kind of float. That was a lot of fun. I've been skydiving before. This was okay. It wasn't nearly as fun, but it was fun. And my wife said to me, hey, Dusty, would you... She calls me Dusty because that's my that's the name. I've always grown up as Dusty. I call myself Dustin. So if you ever see me, say Dusty. It's totally, totally fine. I love being called Dusty. But here's what's funny. As we were driving, she said, I want to take you to dinner now. And I said, okay, where do you want to go? She said, well, do you want to go someplace expensive that's really good or someplace not expensive that's pretty, like, almost really, really good? I said, you know me. Like, even if we go to Ruth's Chris, I love getting a good steak and getting eating a really good steak. But here's what's funny. I'd much rather spend half as much, buy it myself, cook it myself, and cook it the way I want it and eat it at home because I'll save money and I'll enjoy it more. If I'm eating a steak that's like $80, I'm like, oh, I wasted so much money. I could do this so much better. But she took me to a Korean barbecue place. Fantastic. Absolutely loved it. I could not believe all the flavors in my mouth. It was like a party in my mouth and everyone's invited. It was so awesome. So I'm frugal. But even with that, when I went to dinner with my wife, when we went um, skydiving, that, that you know fake skydiving, the flying thing, even with that, it was like two or 300 bucks. I was like, well, praise the Lord. I have, I'm blessed with money. I'm blessed with uh, blessing other people with good quality housing. So what I want for you, as you are analyzing your next property or building your business, getting the right people, remember property managers, contractors, plumbers, roofers, inspectors, insurance agents, mortgage brokers. You want to build all these, these up in your business so that you can be proactive, not reactive. See, when we are reactive, we have such fewer options. Maybe one bad option and the second one is a worse option. When you are proactive, you have many, many options. You can figure out what's the best course of action to take and then take that course of action because you decided to do that. So being proactive as opposed to reactive because you have been building that business. You have so many people already working in your business. Now, with all of them working in there, 
you can make decisions that best affect you. I'll give you an example. Right now, I literally have a property in Houston that is having, we have huge, huge trees. I mean, one tree is so big that it splits in the middle and each one of those trees that are like the split, they could branch off. One goes over the house and one goes over the front yard. And then each one of those trees has like four branches that are as big as another tree. It's going to cost at least $2,500 to remove, if not $3,000 to remove that tree. It is so big. Now, I'm being proactive. If I waited until a storm came and destroyed that tree, knocked it onto the onto the house and destroyed or, you know, really damaged my house, then I'm being reactive. Reactive. I'm I'm looking at, oh my goodness, now I got to replace this. I got to pay, um, you know, $5,000 or whatever my deductible is on the house to get it fixed up by the insurance. Well, why don't I be proactive right now? Maybe one thing would be to take out the entire tree just to remove any doubt. Or how about cutting off some of the larger branches that are hanging out over the tree or trimming it up or whatever it might be. I have options now, but once that tree's down, I only have one option. It's literally insurance, paying thousands of dollars out for the insurance and then fixing up, which that's just another remodel. I'd rather not have to go through that. So that's the thing. As we are building our business, we want to be proactive. And if you are consistent, if you have discipline and you're motivated, you've motivated yourself to see five years from the future where you can be, you're persistent, where in the face of adversity, you pick yourself up and you keep moving and then you have the drive to actually get there, you will be successful. It's not going to happen overnight. It's absolutely not going to happen overnight. In fact, it's going to take time. Like I said, this is a get wealthy plan. But if you follow the plan of buying for passive income and you're buying for future assets, future wealth, then you are going to do very, very well. Now, everything that I bought in 2006, I look back now, I made money every single month unless it was, you know, somebody moved out and I didn't make money. But I literally made money every single year since I bought those properties back in 2006, 2007, 2008, even in the crash. I still own those properties. They've made me money every single year, putting money into my pocket. Now, what is terrific is if you have an asset right now that is making you money, even if it crashes, that asset in that rental property will still make you money. So a big question I'm getting right now is, should I buy now or should I wait? My answer is yes to both. If you're going to be buying a lower priced home, maybe $100,000, $80,000, and getting passive income, it's a good time to buy that. It's always a good time to buy those cash flowing properties that are lower price point. Now, if you want to buy a $300,000 house, I personally would say, yes, it's not the right time. I say, yes, wait, because let's say if literally tomorrow, like tomorrow, from you hearing this, the market crashes and it gets cut in half. If you own a $300,000 house, if it's cut in half, that's $150,000 on paper that you lost. If you own a $80,000 house on paper, it shows that you've lost $40,000. I'd much rather have on paper $40,000. When I say on paper, because you haven't actually sold it, doesn't mean you actually lose that, but you're you know down $40,000 as opposed to $150,000. And if you buy that $300,000 house, that mortgage payment is probably going to be close to $2,000 a month. More than likely, you're not going to be renting it too, for, for too, too much. Let's say you're probably renting it for maybe $1,800, $1,900 at most. Well, hopefully you're making a little bit of passive income, but one month of that thing not being rented, that's $2,000 taken up out of your 
pocket. Out of the money that you're making that entire year, there goes all of your profits. So for everybody listening, my suggestion is, yes, if you're going to be buying in good areas, good areas that my students are buying in, I love showing them where and how to buy in these great areas, finding great properties. In fact, one of my students who actually listened to the podcast, he is in the process of buying a house. The value is $110,000. We got it locked down for $76,000. And the seller is really excited to sell. It's working out really, really well. It's a great win-win for both the seller and for him. And these properties are out there. He's going to pocket $38,000 or so. Um, 35,000, let's just round it down, $35,000 in equity from that one property and make like $300 a month in passive income. My goodness, it's absolutely fantastic when you are buying good properties, when you're doing it right. Now, also for everybody out there, I have my membership, my group coaching, all my courses and the real estate wealth builders community, everything all wrapped up in my membership that I want to have you be a part of. I want to get you that group coaching. I want to get you started. If you go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash builders, it'll take you right to the Real Estate Wealth Builders. I'll put that link in the description as well. So you guys are fantastic. I really wanted to give you some encouragement that push through, be persistent, be consistent, consistent in doing things over and over again so that when it's time, you are going to know exactly what a good property is. You're going to be able to jump on it and buy it. You're going to have that discipline and that drive to make and build your business. All right, guys, you are fantastic. Remember, text that word rental to 33777 to get your own free real estate investing course where I'm going to show you how to do everything. Find properties, buy properties, manage the properties, and scale it to quit your job. All right, you guys are fantastic. You take care of yourselves. I'll see you next week. 